This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. This episode is sponsored by The Alcohol Experiment, a free 30-day challenge designed to interrupt your patterns, give you control, restore your health, and put you back in touch with the version of you who doesn't need alcohol to cope, relax, or enjoy life. More than 220,000 people have already tried The Alcohol Experiment for themselves and have seen improved sleep, increased happiness, reduced anxiety, and so much more. Join thousands in this inspiring, hopeful, and exciting program where you examine your beliefs and reconnect with the best version of you without ever feeling like you're missing out. Start today for free at alcoholexperiment.com. Hi, this is Annie. I'm answering readers' questions today. Today's question is such a good one, and it's one that so many people have, and it is just basically, can I become an occasional drinker again? And it's so interesting in this spectrum, right? Like we, we go through this time where we're just a social drinker. We're maybe just drinking on occasion. And, and some of us do right from that first drink, we become very serious drinkers. There, there may have been some trauma in our early lives where that first drink has a totally different effect on us than it might on somebody who hasn't experienced that level of trauma. And instantly alcohol is the end all be all. And we we go through these stages much, much quicker. But for many people, we go and we're like, okay, you know, just drinking socially. And then eventually we start drinking both socially and to medicate a little bit, like maybe just for stress, maybe just when I'm bored, maybe just when something's been really hard at work or, you know, something else is going on in the world. And so we start to drink just a little bit more and we start to wonder, hmm, well, do I have a you know, am I drinking too much? I don't know. You know, we start to maybe look at our friends drinkings and say, you know, are they, how much are they drinking compared to me? And we get into this really gray area, this really unknown area of, you know, will I uh, be drinking too much? Am I drinking too much? And then eventually, because alcohol really just goes one way and it might take longer for each individual, but if we keep drinking it, especially if we keep drinking it to self-medicate, it creates a tolerance inside our bodies, which means we need more of it to get the same effect. And so we start to drink more of it to get the same effect. And eventually we look around and we're like, oh, this, this, I think this is actually a problem. Like, I think there's actually more cost to this than there is benefit. And at this point in our drinking career, we really, the biggest question is like, I don't, I just want to go back. I just want to go back to where it wasn't a problem. I don't, I don't want to stop drinking. And that's a really beautiful intention. I don't think that, you know, you should ever make your intention anything, but what you truly want. Right. And so the question is, can I become an occasional drinker again? Because at that point we're like, this might be a problem. You know, our biggest fear is actually that we're going to have to stop drinking. I would have never uh, picked up a book that said, stop drinking because that was not what I wanted to do. For me, stopping drinking came as, you know, once I knew so much about alcohol and I had learned that through my own journey and my own studying and I had changed my emotions, I actually wanted to not drink anymore. And so I never even say that I've stopped, by the way. I always say that I drink as much as I want whenever I want. I just haven't wanted a drink in just about seven years now. And so that's been much more my journey of not putting that hard and fast or that black and white rule on myself because I know how my brain works. And if I do, it's going to rebel and it's going to yell at me and it's going to be like, wait, well, what about this? And what about that? And maybe you want to have this drink again someday. And, you know, it's just going to be all sorts of drama that I don't need because honestly, if I look at alcohol 
through a lens with curiosity of my own behavior with no judgment and through a very, very firm knowledge base of what alcohol is and does every day I look at it. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't think I want that. And, and that for me is a really freeing place to be, but it doesn't mean that that's the place that everybody needs to get to. You know, I have seen now hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people go through the alcohol experiment and if you are curious about it, it is always free at alcoholexperiment.com. And now as of this recording, literally 260,000 people have gone through it and people have all sorts of different outcomes, all sorts of different outcomes. And some people, they just cut back drastically. Some people, they still drink on occasion. Some people they're like, you know what, after I know this, I, I just don't see how I would want it anymore. You know, some people really use the alcohol experiment as a moment to sort of wake up and be like, wow, this is a bigger problem than I thought. And they, they realize that all they want to do is actually stop drinking. They want alcohol to be out of their lives completely. And so just like anything else in life, I so firmly believe that we need to be treated as adults and allow for our own outcome to unfold before us without fear. You know, at the crux of this question, can I become an occasional drinker again is fear. Fear that if you get kind of sucked into the vortex of this naked mind and sucked into the whole thing, then we're going to brainwash you and you're never going to be able to have that occasional drink. And I just want to tell you, you know, move forward into whatever education and knowledge you're seeking without that fear. Because honestly, if you got to a point where you didn't want a drink, you wouldn't want the drink. So it would be no big deal. But also that's not the case for everybody. So many people say, you know, my friend uh, Kendra, she puts it really well. She's like, you know, I, she has been through all the education. She's really educated herself on alcohol. And she goes, you know, it's kind of like skydiving for me. I know there's risks, but I still want to do it occasionally. And that's my choice. And I'm like, yeah, that's so great because I believe that all we really need is just to know as much about alcohol, at least as we do about, you know, something like ibuprofen, or we know more about some of the foods we put in our body than we do about drinking and about alcohol. We just don't know about alcohol. And so we're going through it with like one arm tied behind our back because we just don't have the knowledge and questions like, oh my gosh, but if I get the knowledge, I'm going to have to stop forever. I'm going to have to be sober. I'm going to have to be in recovery. Those actually just prevent us from moving forward. And so I just reframe it and be like, but I'd be happier drinking a bit less alcohol. Maybe I will, maybe I won't, but take any pressure off the outcome of it or expectation because people go through this and they do all sorts of things. And I think the best chance you have at going backward on the drinking spectrum not everybody can go backwards. Some people, you know, they try an occasional drink and it puts them right back where they were. And that's a great data point. They're like, okay, now I know that's not for me. Other people, they try an occasional drink and they're like, okay, you know, I might try this on occasion, but it didn't really feel that great. Or other people try and they're like, yeah, that's great. And then they, they slide back. There's all sorts of different outcomes that happen. But I think the most important thing that you can do is just take away the fear so that you're willing to engage in the conversation. And your best chance at going backwards in that spec in that journey, you know, alcohol only goes one way, your tolerance gets more and more, your dependence gets more and more, the problems get more and more, all that stuff. And, and to go backward on that, on that spectrum, the best way is through education. It is through knowing so that you're not, you know, subject to just the cravings and triggers 
of the part of your brain that has truly been hijacked by the substance. And there's a huge hijacking that does happen uh, with every addictive substance and alcohol. Everybody does agree on this one point, alcohol is addictive. So any addictive substance, there's a hijacking. And so you don't wanna talk to your hijacked brain. You don't wanna make decisions from your fear-based hijacked brain saying, I'm never gonna be able to do it again. You wanna make decisions from your really human part of your brain. And that I believe comes through education. So. Yes, you can become an occasional drinker again if that's your path and if that's your desire. And if you are you know, determined that you're not necessarily far enough on the spectrum to where that's not possible for you, it's not possible for everybody. Don't let the fear of the outcome stop you from getting the education that you truly deserve. Because I think that you know, it would just be a better place if we all knew at least as much about alcohol as we do about other um, substances that we put in our body, you know, even, even over-the-counter drugs we often know more because of the TV commercials about random pharmaceuticals that we're never going to take and the side effects of those because they're repeated to us on the regular, but we don't know what alcohol is doing to us. And so without fear, just with curiosity, I really encourage you to just get that knowledge for yourself. Let me ask you a question. What is better than change? (laughs) Lasting change, of course. And if you've had trouble making change stick, either with alcohol or in any other area of your life, you are in for a treat. I created the 100 Days of Lasting Change to ensure that we don't just change for a moment, but we truly transform for a lifetime. And this program is so close to my heart. Thousands of people have been through it and their results are incredible. But don't take my word for it. Check it out at thisnakedmind.com forward slash 100 days. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach somebody who might need to hear it today.